Well, good morning, everybody. This is Dwight Henry, your host. This is The Chat. We're glad to have you with us today, as always, every single week. Very happy to have my in-studio guest uh, with me on The Chat this particular week, my friends Paul and Bobby Abel. They are, of course, we had them uh, several weeks ago. We're talking about Manus Hannah. We're joined today by Howard Armstrong, whose niece, uh, Caitlin Armstrong, is a participant in that program. Good morning, Bobby. Good morning, Dwight. Good morning, Paul. Good morning, Dwight. And Howard, how are you, sir? Pretty good, Dwight. Howard, good to, good to see you. Appreciate your being here today. Hey, we, uh, Bobby, Paul, we talked uh, uh, several weeks ago about the ministry of Manus Hannah. In case somebody might have missed that show or maybe you're not familiar with the ministry, the work, and the difference you make, give us a brief overview, Bobby, if you would, about about what what you do, how you do it. Uh, well, we provide services for individuals with special needs only. Yeah. And uh, it's absolutely amazing to see them come out and actually work with the horse and the transformation that happens with the children and young adults. Yeah. You know, I, and I, Paul, I, you've heard me say this before. We, 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 by the way, we got a church together, uh, Paul and Bobby and I do. And I remember some years ago when you began to talk about horses and challenge children and the difference it can make in their life, and my, I couldn't wrap my brain around that. I couldn't, I couldn't understand how it worked. But then coming up there and seeing and being on, on, at, at your place from time to time, uh, it, it, it's Paul. It's transformational. It, 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 it their confidence Amen. level, their whole talk about that. Talk about. I mean, it just it, it makes it in a sense a different person out of them. Well, it is so much more than a pony ride. Uh, you wouldn't believe it until you actually experience it. They develop physically, uh, balance-wise, core strength. They develop mentally with uh, the ability to focus and to make decisions. And uh, some of them uh, actually improve their speech because we are forcing them to talk and to make uh, different sounds like whoa and walk on and so on. And so uh, the benefits to their uh, physical bodies are uh, measurable and uh, observable. And we do uh, do that. We take surveys at the end of the year to see how they improved. So it's uh, really a quite benefit uh, beneficial uh, experience for the child as well as volunteers who also claim that they gain a lot of uh, peace and uh, recreation out of this, doing this. It's very rewarding to them to see their child uh, that they're working with to develop and to progress, and uh, it makes them excited also. So it's a win-win for everybody. You know, I want to come back to this. I just feel compelled to, before we talk to Howard and the difference it's made for Caitlin and his family, you know, when God calls you to something, you know, I, I remember growing up and, and saying, God, whatever your will is, having this, uh, uh, you know, fear that God would call me to be a missionary to Africa or something, you know, <laughs> and uh, and uh, if, if, it, if he'd call me to do that, I would not have been satisfied except to be a missionary to Africa. Right. Uh, but, but when you got this in your heart, in your mind to do, actually, and you told us a little bit last time, actually... You had had a lifelong love for horses anyway, a mm. lifelong passion. So this Correct. fit into something you enjoy. Talk about that a little bit, Bobby. Oh, my goodness, Dwight. You're putting me on the spot. No, or your Paul, whoever <laughs> wants to talk about it. It's a great story. It's, uh, it's a story about how God connects our passion with his call and his destiny for our lives. That's true. Uh, I was horse crazy from the age of two. I had an imaginary horse. 
could not understand why we couldn't keep a horse in their bathroom. But mom <laughs> was like, no. What was your imaginary horse's name? Fancy. 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 Uh, why am I not surprised? And then at 49, I got really excited because Paul bought a saddle, and I knew if we got a saddle that a horse was coming. <laughs> so that was really exciting. And uh, I had gone to college to be a special ed teacher because I felt like uh, teachers can limit the children with what they ex- their expectations are, and I wanted to not put limits on the children. And so it was uh, it was really exciting that we had our horses. We moved here from up here from Florida in '99 and brought our horses up here and just rode and had a really good time. And when I saw uh, a friend of ours, little boy, take his first steps after riding a pony the day before, that's when the seed was sown to start Manasana. Oh, wow. So so he rode the horse. He rode a his, pony the day before that? in 2005. Wow. 2005. And, you, you saw, and here you have, you have, this, you have this passion for horses. You have this education background in special education. You, you were being unconsciously prepared for this ministry. Correct. Wow. Isn't it great to serve an all-knowing God? It Amen. is. Absolutely. Great to serve an all-knowing Awesome. God. Paul, I've got to ask you this, buddy. I would be <laughs> negligent if I didn't ask you. Why in the world did you buy that saddle? <laughs> <laughs> well, like Bobby, I was a lifelong horse lover from uh, the age of uh, six and up, watching all those cowboy movies on TV. So uh, the problem was that uh, real life intervenes and uh, you have a job and a, a house with a backyard, but uh, not enough room for a horse. So uh, we never were able to actually even consider buying one until we uh, moved to Florida and got to the point where uh, we still didn't have room, but we did have friends that owned horses and had a big ranch. So we thought, well, hey. They offered to uh, board it for us, so uh, let's just go looking. And we did, and we found one, and they boarded it. And uh, one turned into two because you can't ride by yourself. You know, you got to share. And so we each had a horse, and then uh, two became three, and then finally there became four. You know, so <laughs> here we are with five now, but uh, looking for two more. So anyway, uh, it was just a lifelong dream of mine, and uh, we realized that. So when we were actually able to buy a horse and uh, knew we could place it somewhere, we started looking actively. And first thing I thought was, well, we got to have a saddle if we're going to. Yeah, <laughs> if you got a horse, you got to have a saddle. Going to have a horse. So that's how you bought the saddle. And that's it, how the saddle came about. And so here you are. You both have this, this, this literally lifelong love for this sort of thing. God brings you together. He brings the ministry together. And you just simply begin taking small steps of faith. And it's not been an easy road all the time. I mean, you shared with us, you shared with us, Bobby, last time I think that you got to a point financially when you first started. You said, God, if, uh, if, uh, you know, you, you, you got to pay for this or we're going to have to close it up. And then mm-hmm. a few days later, a $10,000 check comes in the mail. Am I right Correct. about that? Correct. Well, so what God calls you to, he pays for, right? Amen. That's right. Yeah. That was a miracle. Absolutely. Yeah, and you've seen that time after time. Hey, we are so glad you are with us today uh, on the chat. My guests are Bobby and Paul Abel with Manitana's Ministry. We're going to continue our conversation with them as well as Howard Armstrong and talk about how this ministry has impacted his niece and his family. Stay with us. There's more to come in just a moment. Welcome back to the chat. I'm your host, Dwight Henry, talking today with... 
Paul and Bobby Abel, Amanda Tanner's ministry. And also in studio, we have Howard Armstrong, whose niece, Caitlin, is one of the students at Manitana. And we've asked Howard to be here today to talk about the difference that uh, this ministry has made in the life of Caitlin and his family. Howard, thank you, sir, for being here. We appreciate it. Uh, nice to be here. I want to, before we move into um, move into the discussion about Caitlin and, and her participation in Manitana, you're also involved with a part of that program called Camp Hannah. Camp Hannah. Talk about what Camp Hannah, uh, what you do and how you do it with, with Camp Hannah and why it makes a difference. Well, it's uh, Bobby and Paul designed this to try to help veterans around the area to help with PTSD and grieving and uh, how to more or less deal with having PTSD give you more confidence uh being around more people and I, stuff like that is the big thing so it's it's pointing toward veterans it's pointing toward military it's pointing toward toward that that segment of the population yes yeah now now this year uh we have decided that we're also going to allow uh mercy personnel since of course the tornado recently sure. last year and stuff they see every single day is pretty much the same thing as having PTSD or is considered PTSD. And we believe this will help them also. What kind of opportunities, uh, Howard, uh, Bobby, Paul, are, are available? At, let's say we have some of those folks in our audience or some of the family members of those folks in our audience. Uh, what what kind of opportunities can they have? And, then, and the first question, and secondly, if they want to reach out to Manitana, how, how how's the best way to do that? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I was one of those personnel that pretty much said a horse ain't going to help me. Uh, I found Manahanna because uh, pretty much there's nothing else around this area for veterans. Yeah, you have a couple of the uh, nonprofit organizations. Uh, you have VSO, but there's really no programs to help veterans in this area. So... Once they, once I started with the program, I had that, oh, a horse ain't done, do nothing for me, it's whatever. But once I got there and it was Mr. Bob and Mr. Paul that was doing the program. So I went along with it, just saying, hey, something new. And before I know it, the first day I was locked in. First day. I was ready to come back. I started volunteering shortly after that. Mm-hmm. So I was going to Camp Hannah, volunteering with the uh, the students and just fell in love. The And what it does, it just, it calms you so much. You get in a zone where you're not worried about anything else, but you and that horse. Wow. Because what we work on is groundwork. And then at the end of the Two sessions, we uh, go for uh, a ride at one of the riding centers. And what it does is it works up for you to learn about horses. And so then that way, when that ride comes, you pretty much know everything to be able to feel comfortable being on a, a horse. Because sure. depending on the side of the horse, it you can be up there a little bit. <laughs> There's a couple of big ones there. I've been there before. Uh, yeah, well, that, I love what you said. I mean, when you get there, you get involved with a horse, you get involved with, it's like your mind and your focus goes there and you're able to separate yourself from whatever else has been troubling you and 
And and so for you personally, it's made a real difference. Yes, it has. Yeah. I mean, I can deal with somewhat bigger crowds now. Uh, Still have issues, but that's just don't happen. But as far as like the communication with me and my wife have gotten way better. And that is incredible. And you give a lot of credit to your experience with Matt as Hannah. Yes, I do. Uh, wow. So it's spilled over into other areas of your life, obviously. Yes, it has. Uh, I mean, communication between me and her was almost non-existent. And if, it, if we did talk, and most of the times it turned into arguments, and it wasn't good for us. So it's called Camp Hannah, a part of the Matt as Hannah ministry. And uh, if there are other uh, veterans, military people, of first responders who are listening or who have family members listening and you think that might be able to serve you, how do they find you, Paul, Bobby? What's the best way they can reach out to you and find more about uh, Camp Hannah? And- well, they can call uh, 931-349-8106. That is our uh, office number. You can go on to the web and look on the internet at uh, com. That's M-A-N-N-A-H-A-N-A.com. Uh, you can come out to the farm and watch and see yeah. what's going on out there. The what's that, Bobby? June the 5th, we're having an open house. And so Our we want Hannah. the uh, active veteran militaries. Uh, our first responders and their families are welcome at this particular day. So we'll have light refreshments. Come out and, and just experience the horses and mm-hmm. see what they tell us about you. Because they respond to the people and what they're bringing in. And so June the 5th is the day of the open house for people who want to know more. At 3 o'clock, at correct. 3 o'clock. Now, in terms of uh, finding where you are, uh, an address, and they can put in their GPS and Absolutely. It's, it's a beautiful place up on the mountain there. I right. Think. When you pull in, we're in a subdivision, so yeah. don't get blown away. We're five acres, and it, we're at 1285 Brotherton Drive in Cookville. Yeah. We're five miles from the all-good post office. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I want to ask you, we've just got about a minute left in this segment. How did you have this idea to provide this opportunity for militaries uh, personnel, veterans, and first responders. How did that come to you? Uh, Mr. Bob is probably our oldest volunteer at 83, and he was helping uh, one of our students and just suggested, made the suggestion, basically, this would help veterans, and that was the seed that started this. So you had somebody there, and he said, made the comment, and you're finding that this ministry, this involvement with horses, is having the same impact on veterans with these issues as it is challenged children. Mm-hmm. Correct. What an amazing, amazing thing. Wow. The basic thing about the whole uh, program is that uh, horses' heartbeats are uh, half as fast. They're like 35 beats a minute. And so when you get next to a horse, it slows you down. Uh, ours are in the 70 range. And so when you're hyper and excited and you get next to a horse, it will actually start to calm you down. Plus, the farm is very peaceful out there. Everybody says it's so peaceful. Yeah. That that's what they love about it. So uh, just being there, it helps you to start with. It is peaceful. I've been there a number of times. It is that. Hey, we're glad you're with us. We're visiting with uh, Paul and Bobby Abel and uh, Howard Armstrong. We're talking about Manus Hannah. We're going to talk about Howard's 
niece Caitlin will return and the difference that Nana's Hannah has made in her life. Stay with us. The chat continues. Hey, thanks for staying with us. This is The Chad. I'm your host, Dwight Henry. We're talking about Manus Hannah's ministry. We have with us Howard Armstrong, and uh, he's been involved personally as a veteran in the uh, in the program, as niece Caitlin has also. We talked about this open house on June the 5th, uh, where uh, we invited to see learn more about Camp Hannah and the difference it can make for members of the military and veterans. Also, there there's a second part of that, Howard, uh, that happens in August. Talk about that. And uh, how that's going to connect with with uh, with that particular segment of the population? Yes, uh, pretty much what it is is that the first session is just mainly for the veteran or the emergency responder, and then the second session, what we do is bring in or offer the personnel to bring in their significant other. So then that way, it almost gives you a working together. And kind of it kind of directs you on how to work with the horse together and try to control the horse together at the same time, movements and you gotta talk. Pretty much that's what it brings down to. You gotta talk in detail. So then that way, once you're not at Camp Hannah, when you're at home or out and about with your spouse or significant other, you can communicate a little bit better. Cause that's one of the biggest things between relationships and what makes them fail as a veteran or emergency responders and stuff like that is you lock up. You don't want to talk. And a lot of times it just bothers you. And then the spouse or a significant other starts saying, Oh, it's me and thinking wow. stuff like that. And I mean, it, it's really helped myself and my, uh, my wife dramatically because uh, she does the program with us wow. in the second half. Uh, she's done it two years now. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I did the first session that first year and then she joined it in August. So it's making a difference for family. Tell us about Caitlin, your niece, uh, her involvement with Manus Hannah and the difference it's made in her life. Well, it kind of started with me going to Camp Hannah. Uh I started volunteering after or during during Campana, so I saw what it did to the other students, and I was like, and I talked to the wife about it, and I was like, this would be something good for Caitlin. So we talked to her mom and everything, and she started, she came out that one time. Matter of fact, I think she came out with us one time when we're, during Campana just to see what it's about. And she said, sure. yeah, I'm all good. I'm all in for it. How old is Caitlin? Uh, she is 20. She yeah. just turned 20. And, uh, I mean, she's got a full-time job now. Uh, she graduated top of her class at TCAT. She was on the honor roll. And this is all benefit of the Man and Hannah's program. Tell me if, as specific as you can, any of you want to respond to this as it relates to Caitlin, what, how, how, what kind of difference did it make? Was it about, was it about confidence? Was it about agility? What, what, what changes did you see in her as a result of being a student at Man Hannah? There's many different things. Uh, the biggest thing I've seen is her confidence. She was kind of quiet around people, except like family she wouldn't really reach out to communicate with no one. She She's pretty much on the lower spectrum of uh, Asperger's. So she kept her distance from everyone, just stayed to herself. 
And now, especially where her job she has, she has, she works with a doctor's office as a uh, medical assistant admin. And uh, so she's got to deal with the public every yeah, single day really. on the phone, in person. I mean, there's times where she tells me that maybe this one patient or something just got to her and she's like, I didn't respond the way I should have or way I would have before. Yeah. Now she thinks about her problems and try to solve it. And now one of the big things too is she feels so confident in the program. She has started volunteering. So she's a volunteer now. And a writer. And oh, is it? Yeah. A student and a volunteer. So she, oh, she, so she's still in the program as a writer. Correct. Wow. You know, uh, wow. So, so literally it has caused her to, you know, come out of her shell, be more extroverted, be be more communicative. Uh, she's got a job where she has to communicate with people. I mean, that is, I mean, that's life changing. Yes, it that is. That is life changing. And it all started because you were involved with Cap Hannah and you saw changes in other children's lives and other people's lives. You said, this would be good for my niece. And it kind of went from there. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's crazy how a horse will do that and like bob or paul said is their heartbeat is so much slower than ours and when you're around them even just grooming them you start bringing your heart rate down and it's just i don't know it's hard to explain yeah i'm sure it is i'm sure it is uh paul bobby this has gotten the last couple of minutes we've got in the show today when you hear stories like howard the difference it makes in his life and caitlin and the many others that you serve through the years I mean, did did you have any idea it would work like? I mean, you, you must have had an idea, but I mean, it's got to be very fulfilling and very very good to see that God uses you in this way to make a difference in in these in these children and, and veterans, military people, now first responders. How does it make you feel, Bobby? It's humbling. It really is because this is God's ministry, and as long as we keep Him as our main focus and give Him the glory. Uh, it's like being a, a proud parent to see these uh, riders and students and volunteers just grow. Yeah. So. Wow. And Paul, how about you? How, uh, you, you reflect, when did you start Manitana? What year? 2011 as you look was back, our first uh, yeah. lesson. As you look back from 2011 to now and you reflect on it, what are your thoughts? What are your feelings, Paul? Well, I, like I, I reflect. I'm going to repeat myself every time I talk about this. When we first started, I thought it was just going to be a pony ride. I had no idea it was really going to help anybody. And uh, then I began to see uh, it help people and the students. And then after two years, I decided, well, I'm going to see if I can measure this. You know, we need to put it down on paper. And so we developed a survey form, and uh, the rest is history. Uh, now we do that every year. The parents fill out a survey at the end of the year, and we have proven over and over and over again every year that it is beneficial to the student in uh, like eight to ten different ways, physical, mental, emotional, uh, verbal, etc. And so it's been uh, very heartwarming and rewarding to me. And uh, then a plus and a bonus to all this was that we began to receive uh, – testimonies from the volunteers that it's helping them in a very similar way 
the students, you, the volunteers. So, I mean, it, just, it, it blows us away. We don't. Yeah. We just sit back and praise God every time somebody makes a testimony like that. It's, We've been talking about the ministry of Manitz Hannah with uh, Paul and Bobby Abel, with Howard Armstrong, and the difference it's making in the lives of people. Thank you all for coming in today. Thank you for being here and, and cheering your heart about this. And uh, and maybe we'll, sometime down the road we'll, we'll, we, we, we could have conversations about this every week. And we appreciate you, our members of the audience, for being with us. This is Dwight Henry, your host, saying join us same time next week for The Chat.